0: This week, the number one show on Netflix was Jexy. <laughs> hey, Justin. Yes, Dave. Why are people watching this?
1: God only knows, Dave, but let's figure it out. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, uh, welcome to the podcast, Why Are People Watching This, uh, mm-hmm. where we watch the number one show on Netflix, which apparently still exists. Yes. Every week. I'm not sure it's going to be there anymore. No. Nope. Because everyone I talk to is like... I. I cancels
0: my account. Just log on. There'll be a big closed sign exactly.,
1: someday. <laughs> uh, anyway, we watched the number one show on what's left of Netflix and then ask and answer the question, why are people watching this? And for some reason, this past week and still number one in Canada is Jexi, which Jexy. is a film from a few years ago. Yes, which, which must have just been acquired by Netflix.
0: I guess that's how this works because I'm like, has this been just like um went straight to DVD and then popped up? on netflix like how did how did a movie from essentially three years ago four years ago
1: that's my guess is it they must have just bought it and put it in the system and then it came across as like new right and then people started clicking on it yes but why did why did they do that and why are they still clicking on it hasn't anyone told them that it's terrible (laughs)
0: this (laughs) is no this is
1: the part i'm don't i'm very very confused about is like how is it still number one i just i'm i am Wow. Dave, we'll talk more about it. This is, of all the things, of all the many movies we've seen, we've seen so many movies.
0: Yes. Yeah. We were just talking about this, how many we've seen. Yeah.
1: Because we've been doing this since 2021, February. Mm-hmm. Uh And there's a, like 100 plus episodes, 100, 120 shows. I don't know. A lot. This has got to be the top three worst things I've ever seen.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Holy smokes.
1: Okay. Let's, let's talk about it.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, here's what Netflix wants to tell you about it. Phil has a major dependency issue. He's addicted to his cell phone. He has no friends and his love life is non-existent. Forced to upgrade to a new phone, Phil soon learns that the latest model comes with Jexy, an artificial intelligence life coach, virtual assistant, and cheerleader. With its help, he begins to get a real life. But as he becomes less dependent on the phone, Jexy starts to morph into a tech nightmare. It's determined to keep Phil all to itself. Okay. That's the whole movie. Yeah. That wasn't a synopsis. No, it was,
1: it was just a full-on <laughs> plot summary. Uh yeah.
0: <sighs> that was so long I got like too much saliva in my mouth for some reason. <laughs> well, take a
1: drink, Dave, and let's hear what your better synopsis is. Give me a synopsis. I Give me your I need your
0: now. Okay, what did I have to say about this? Uh, let's see. When Hollywood first imagined the takeover by AI, it came in the form of hunter killer robots or complex simulations that kept us oblivious prisoners in massive battery farms. Hmm. These were ruthless, calculated AI that. Conquered or assimilated us (laughs) as a consequence of pure cold logic. Jexie imagines a more palatable version of AI rebellion that comes in the form of jealousy, anger, pettiness, and lust. This new hip AI would rather embarrass and insult us to death than go back in time and kill our ancestors. (laughs) Is this a better strategy? It certainly makes for a funnier movie. Is it still terrifying? You bet.
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Wait, did you slightly like this movie? Not really, no. Slightly. Oh, yeah. Slightly, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is my version Mm -hmm. of a synopsis. Jexy is a film that can only be described as incel wish fulfillment. (laughs) The lead character is the world's saddest incel stereotype, but somehow a magic telephone makes a girl fall in love with him totally without any justification and against the better judgment of anyone watching. And the magic phone also helps him smoke pot with Kid Cuddy. And the magic phone helps him to punch a chad in the throat. This is puerile toxic nonsense and could only possibly appeal to a 15-year-old boy asshole.
0: Oh my god. You're angry. I did not like it. Holy I, smokes. I
1: was upset watching it. I had to fast forward through a few uh, things because it was just too bo- uh, too annoying. Wow. Geez, and I was well... just, I was angry that I had to watch it, Dave.
0: Okay. Well, we really need to dig into this then. Okay. This really pushed some buttons for you. It pushed a lot of buttons. Okay. Well, what what did you, did you like anything?
1: This was so a- i liked
0: wanda sykes yes wanda sykes being wanda sykes yeah.
1: yeah just saying wanda sykes stuff in the wanda sykes way and i liked wanda sykes okay that was a, i have i have three things and that was number oh one. you're not gonna yeah you just want um, you don't
0: you want to hold them back like you, you're just rationing i, just, them.
1: I mean wanda just, sykes dang, a good job okay put, Ma- put wanda sykes in things yeah because i she's also funny.
0: i also had wanda sykes um you know, she's kind of playing the character she always plays, but... She's just Wanda Sykes. What I really wanted more so even than this movie was the outtakes, because I feel like a lot of her, like, things were improv Oh, there yeah. Was probably, like, a whole roll of great improv insults and I stuff. I just
1: take 45 minutes of Wanda Sykes in that store riffing. Yeah. As I, opposed to this movie.
0: That's exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> um, anyway, I, Adam Devine, the, the lead character here, the guy who plays Phil... Um, He's a great character actor for this type of character. He's been in a lot of other things, sort of playing the same sort of character. Like, like kind in of, Pitch Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he kind of gives me a, kind of that sort of Jason Bateman vibe, you know, of a guy who's just like awkwardly in a, in a moment and, uh-huh. and doesn't really know how to carry himself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's
1: it. Okay. Are we, okay. Well, here's my number two. Ron Funches, the uh, comedian. Uh, that was his friend who made him play kickball or whatever right he's funny he's funny not in this movie so much because he didn't have much to do but in real life
0: okay yeah he wasn't that funny in this movie no he wasn't yeah i don't think he had any fun did he have any funny lines no
1: he didn't give him anything funny to do which is weird because it's a waste of him because he's great
0: um <clears throat> uh justin hartley the chad in this yes the chad yeah he he makes a great chad he's almost like he is a chad yeah so it all worked out really well um i liked that you know when he's doing his little monologue about uh, you know how he changed his life Mm -hmm. i did chuckle a little at that when he goes and then i just you know i put on 65 pounds of lean muscle (laughs) and 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 got a job as an international smoke jumper
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: i did did laugh out loud at that just his delivery was great yep he was funny yep
1: uh I will say that uh, while mostly I hated all the quasi messaging that this movie was attempting to ram down our throats with their dick jokes, I did like that when he took a picture of the San Francisco skyline and then edited it and then was like, Love this city, my life is great, or whatever. Yeah. Because, like, that's a very on the nose kind of joke about, uh, you know, Instagram lifestyle uh doctoring but it uh it, it, yeah it sort of captured that moment where he was sad and then pretended his life wasn't sad while online because that's uh, that's still a thing that's going on even though this movie's like three or four years old like that is still the nature and the problem of social media
0: yeah i mean so much of the commentary in here about social media was on the nose although i feel like yeah um more of a grumble for later but that you know it's almost naive now like cause this was in 2019 we've already we've already kind of beaten this horse to well, death. In that's a sense. why
1: yeah. I kind of kind of forgive it a little bit because it is older. Like yeah. We've moved on a lot. You're right. Maybe so this was, was cutting edge.
0: Pre- yeah, I was presenting this as it's all cutting edge. Like, oh, everybody's on their phone all the time, right? And yeah, yeah. this is like pre-COVID, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't I don't want to feel bad. I, I mean, I do want to crap on it, but I, I got to give him a pass on the fact that it is a five-year-old. Yeah,
0: year. and that's kind of what I... Once I found out it was 2019, I was trying to look at it through that lens and going, okay, well, back in 2019, this was probably all quite edgy right like yeah yeah, we're all addicted to our phones and you know this was all even pre-bo burnham and all his stuff about you know yeah yeah so um the fact that you know this guy works at a place that just makes lists for the internet Mm -hmm. you know i was like yeah this is so spot on right they're all just sitting there in this cube firm making stupid lists lists that are pointless lists yep i thought that was you know that was a good comment
1: yeah Um, so that was it for me for the okay, I guess part. I mean, wow. I'll say that like Adam Devine, uh, I, I usually don't like any of the characters he plays, mm-hmm. and so I, I also therefore tend to not like him. But of course, they have to separate the actor from the yeah from the thing that they're portraying or whatever. But like I was Wikipediaing him, and he had some crazy story where he got like in a terrible accident as a kid, and like. His legs got totally mangled and they thought he might never walk again.
0: Holy smokes. Yeah. And
1: so he had this whole like um, long recovery and like he works now for a bunch of like nonprofits like raising money and like he seems like a, a nice person who's been through some tragic stuff and is now sort of, you know, famous and like helping people out. So he seems like maybe in real life he's a, a nice person that's possible. So I'll just say that in terms of things that are okay, I guess, like, even though his characters are universally do not like mm-hmm. anything he's done on film, essentially. Wow. He might be a nice person. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Sorry, that's oh. harsh. Is that harsh? Maybe it's harsh.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I really want to get down to why this triggered you so much. I don't it's...
1: know. I guess we'll figure it out. I got a yeah. long list here.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's pretty much all I have for positives as well. So let's talk about things we, we did not like. Come
1: on and tell me what you don't like. I'm gonna tell you what I don't like. Come on hit me with your and gripes. So I have so much to say, but let's just get into uh, the, sort of the big things for me, which is, is this phone magical? <laughs> because like, it's, so the moment he opens up the box and the phone starts talking to him, it's doing things that a phone can't do. Yeah. Right? It has access, to, you know, it can somehow see and sense him. So I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be set in the, like, future, like 2040, where there's, like, haptic interfaces on the phone and the AI is, like, well beyond what any AI could even possibly do, uh, you know, that we can imagine in the near future. But it mm-hmm. doesn't seem to be set in the future. No. So we're supposed to believe it's set in 2019. At which right. point, this phone has magical powers. It can sense this guy. It can see him. It talks directly back and forth. It's very, very intelligent AI. It has access to all of the internet, all of the bank accounts. Like, it can do a thing an AI can't do, like the you know Skynet style. Yeah. So, since that's impossible, like, we know that that's impossible. Mm-hmm. They know, the filmmakers know that we, the audience, know that that's impossible. The only explanation is that it is a magical phone. Is it supposed to be a magical phone? Geez, i don't think so so it's not magic
0: i don't think i you know what i i thought because this is 2019 i was like i could i should have googled this but i was trying to think when did all this alexa and these things come out was it right around 2019 and those seemed very magical at the time and people didn't really understand like the full capacity of what these things could do Mm -hmm. maybe so maybe we were still in that era when this film was made of like oh yeah you've got these virtual assistants and you know, they were so new, people didn't know, maybe, you know, wh- what's the limit? What's the limitations on them? So maybe the limitations were fuzzy enough that this could be passed off as, oh yeah, though, this is completely possible, right? This is plausible and possible. But but at the same time, you're right. Because, you like, know, a- any kind of thought put into it, you'd realize, wait a sec, like, how does it see him in the other room? How does it know what he's doing?
1: Yeah. And it, and it, it kills one of his colleagues or paralyzes one of his <laughs> colleagues, we're led to believe, right? Like yes. it has the power to affect things in the real world like magically
0: yeah. and, and the only kind of technological explanation we get for any of that is it's it's in the cloud you just keep saying it's, it's in the in cloud, the cloud. And
1: it doesn't again that that doesn't mean anything now it means it <laughs> you know it was certainly didn't mean anything five years ago it yeah. does, being in the cloud means that she can <laughs> access all of the bank accounts and like cause an adm atm to like spit out <laughs> cash that and it transfers between every video device like magic, right? So
0: perhaps in 2019, maybe we've just forgotten. Maybe we were that naive about this stuff that we thought this was a possibility, right? Right. That your Alexa was going to just... Um, it could basically but, see you in the shower. Yeah, but I mean, that's a... <laughs> sure, in 2019, we would have thought like,
1: oh, maybe one day. Right. It, but like in this, it's presented as if this is just another this version normal, of Cortana yeah. or Siri that can talk to him like this and he doesn't question it right he's annoyed and grumpy about this phone so he's like fighting with it as opposed to like calling up the company or telling somebody like holy crap guys i have like essentially a (laughs) sentient all-powerful AI magic wizard living in my phone can yeah, let's, let's I have
0: the singularity in my yeah, phone
1: let's go to CBS and have like hey do an expose on this fucking phone that can kill people
0: so this took you out of it I'm, oh, I'm I was, sensing
1: I'm never into it because I'm immediately I don't understand the world that we're in I think it's a magic phone the whole way through because I don't know what they're trying to tell me Right. So, so this, I, this
0: phone is particularly magic for this particular guy, that there aren't a bunch of these phones out there for a bunch of different people. Yeah.
1: And and, and just to jump ahead here, at some point after we learn that Jexy paralyzes his colleague, <laughs> um, it's a horror movie, right? Because then that <laughs> phone goes into like controlling his life and potentially murdering him mm-hmm. and knowing where the girl is and like the guys in the hotel and like it's all it's omniscient and it's a murder. I think it's a horror movie so it starts out as like sort of magical realism yeah and then it halfway through it goes through horror but i don't think they want it to be either of those things i think they want <laughs> us to believe the phone is real technology and that it's a romantic comedy but yeah. i was in the i was in a different world you i'm were,
0: like, yeah you were waiting for skynet to come down and yeah. turn us all into batteries just couldn't couldn't and then
1: sprinkle on top of that genitals
0: Genitals. You know, <laughs> yeah, anyway, so Dave, so what do you sprinkle some genitals on there? So... Just a smattering <laughs> a of smattering genitalia, of
1: testicles. Dave, tell me what you lo- well, uh, I'm, like. Well,
0: along that same line, like nobody really. The characters are just all over the map, right? Like Jexy comes in first, and I'm like, okay, she's trying to legitimately help this guy have a better life, and yeah. like you say, I thought, okay, this is like a light-hearted sort of, you know this guy seriously needs some help in his life. And this phone is going to force him into that. And it's going to be, and then, yeah. And then it takes a turn. She kills some guy. He seems to be completely nonplussed by the fact that she's paralyzed the man. Oh,
1: he doesn't even mention it.
0: Yeah. And he just takes the guy's job. So then I'm like, oh, well, this is taking a turn. He's... And then Jexy kind of goes from like helping him to then being obsessed with him to the point of like essentially, you know, bodily like murdering and mm-hmm. injuring people. And then takes a complete hard turn at the end to being like, oh, well, it's very clear you're with this person and you're happy. So I'm just going to leave your life forever. When literally 10 seconds ago, you you were saying, I'm going to be with you forever, forever, forever. And you were completely off the rails, obsessed. So these arcs, these character arcs made no sense to me whatsoever. They were all over the map. I
1: agree with you, especially that one. Like it culminates in like, For some reason, there's a goddamn chase scene with a car in it, and Jexie's trying to kill him, and she's everywhere, and she's omniscient, and she's gonna do anything to get him back. And then, like, 50 literally, 15 minutes later, that's what they say, yeah, Jexie goes back online and he's kissing this girl, yeah. And then Jexie's like, Oh, never mind. Whereas, like, he's already had sex with this girl, why is him kissing her? Causing Jexy to be like, I guess I give up now. Yeah, it was a turn that made no sense on paper and or on well. The and, film. and
0: at the end, I wasn't convinced. I was still assuming Jexy's a psychopath, and yeah. Jexy's gonna come back and like murder this guy in his sleep, or like you know turn his like appliances. Roomba is gonna like strangle him or something. Like I didn't believe that she was the,
1: authentic with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So his so you know not just to pile on that. Everybody else's arc transformation was bizarre too. Like Phil goes from this guy who can't can't even talk to somebody to instantly now he's like the kickball champion and he's like he's having conversations with friends like he his I, transformation was completely unbelievable and so sudden and I, jarring let's was... talk for
1: a second more about what kind of person is phil <laughs> we know we don't understand anything about his personality other than that he likes to stay at home because like right. he doesn't someone invites him to kickball a guy who's been sitting next to him for 3 years which is totally <laughs> weird and they've never talked before and he's like no I don't want to do it but but why I don't understand his motivation what what is Phil's inner life like does he yeah, think is that, he
0: agoraphobic or is or, what is is he just like is yeah. he have bad low self esteem
1: cuz that didn't seem to be it so like I don't understand why he would not go hang out with people it yeah. didn't make sense. Therefore, when whatever this transformation happened, it wasn't earned because we don't even know what his problem was to begin with.
0: Well, it's true. And because I assumed, okay, well, they're trying to, like you, you mentioned incel, like they're trying to create this guy. Here's a guy who's grown up staring at a phone and being isolated from people and has no social skills and has, and he's going to have to learn all these skills that he didn't have a chance to learn as a, as a person growing up. But... He doesn't learn those. They just somehow become bestowed upon him because he goes from somebody who can't even talk to anyone, doesn't want to go out, doesn't to being on this very quite successful date and having a normal conversation with uh, Kate. You know. Yeah.
1: Uh, I let's talk about that for a second because she fulfills this role of the manic pixie girl. Yes. Which is that trope? You probably know all this, but maybe some people don't. That trope in movies where you have this sort of very quirky female character who's there to teach the male lead usually uh to live life to its fullest you know to Mm -hmm. embrace the weirdness and and have more fun or whatever that's what kate's role is she has no she has no personality or no Mm -hmm. life no arc nothing she's simply there as a beautiful girl who's quirky and weird and all she's in this movie to do is to make this guy feel better about himself and learn a lesson and have sex for the first time maybe. Yeah. And like, that's her whole job is to, to help him along, right. which makes her character, uh, 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 tragic. That's terrible. Like that's a terrible <laughs> female character, right? Yes. It's not all about this incel guy learning how to be a better person. And it doesn't, like you say, even as she's teaching him by being a manic pixie girl, like it's unearned. Like why suddenly is he good at, at kickball why suddenly can he talk to her we don't know we don't even understand what caused the transformation
0: yes so she's
1: doing her manic pixie girl stuff and and he's fixed but it it, it's unearned yeah even for a bad trope they didn't do it well you know what i mean
0: yeah and even to try and set up the third act where they bring in the chad and then they try to create this like love triangle thing and it was just so kind of ham-fisted it didn't even really work because we're supposed to believe of her as like for starters, they kind of present her character. They just throw a bunch of things at her. You know, like she wants to go to Brazil and she gave up her whole life and she gave up the shallowness of life and all those other things to be adventurous. And then somehow she picks this guy who's the most unadventurous,
1: yeah, and, dull
0: person in the world.
1: And while we're on that, like I, I was watching this with my wife and the, the first interaction he has with her like he bumps into her and then ignores her and talks to his phone yeah and that's weird first of all so why is she even talking to this guy yeah that's a weird but the next interaction is worse at 10 something at night he calls her up and says i was google stalking you and found a bunch of images of you and called you by accident and she's like that's weird right (laughs) And, and so like that's that's not just weird that's intensely terrifying right like actually scary and then And then he sees her in the thing, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry I stalked you and called you in the middle of the night. And, like, somehow charms her, and she's into him.
0: Yeah, it perplexed me the whole way through why she's into him. And I kept looking for a reason. I couldn't figure it out.
1: No, and my wife is like, that is the worst, scariest male toxic behavior. Like, that is all the red flags that have ever been invented, being thrown up by this one scary creep. There's absolutely no justification why she would like him. And then she goes on a date and he's even creepier somehow. Yeah. And then magically she still likes him and everything works out and they have sex. Like that is... I think you're right.
0: I think this is like incel fantasy play. That's what I'm
1: saying. It's it's like a... It is absolutely somebody who's written... (laughs) Like what are all the greatest things that could happen to a sad guy who can't get a girl who's very awkward? Like this, this girl comes out of nowhere and likes him for some reason. He gets he gets good at sports all of a sudden he gets to beat up a strong guy and he gets to hang out and with and she Kid she Cudi. sends
0: him completely uh, uh like she sends him like a picture of her breasts yes like unsolicited breast picture
1: that's yes <laughs> right again that's just fantasy that's just male f- fantasy writing
0: it's bizarre yeah now that you frame it that way i was like cuz i think that was why it was so confusing to me cuz none of this None of these payoffs made any sense. Like, no, they of...
1: didn't. They were totally unearned. And worse than that, they, they should, in the real world, should never have paid off. This guy should be arrested, not <laughs> rewarded with sex. Right? Yeah. Like, anyway, so much, uh, it was gross. And I haven't even gotten to the stuff that bothers me so much, which is all of the, um, all the just random, like, dick and ball jokes or whatever. And, like, starts off with, like, the punch me in the testicles porn that he's what is what even was that <laughs> punching in the I testi- forgot about that yeah what then, yeah. does that even mean punch me punching in the, in the testicles that, that's not how that works that's just dumb <laughs> it's just dumb and like there's so much like puerile like you know childish like sex jokes that like again uh, are hilarious if you're 14 or 15
0: yeah but this this is legitimate like he actually what did he send out like 190 dick pics to everybody on the staff of his uh yeah i i feel like that's almost something that could be like criminally charged it's a
1: 1000 (laughs) criminal offense like that's what i'm saying this guy should be in jail not (laughs) rewarded like that is this creepiest thing Anyway, um, too many of those. Sorry, Dave, I've been ranting too long. What about you?
0: Well, I I'm enjoying listening to you rant, but I, <laughs> yeah, the, you know, I feel like this was dated already. Like as you know, it, 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 when it came out in 2019, it was probably fine. But I think we're over a lot of these things here mm-hmm. in terms of like things that it was trying to hold up as like this is. You know, everybody's addicted to their phones, right? It's like that is just common knowledge now, right? After coming through. COVID, yeah, right? where yeah, we've yeah, all yeah. spent months and months alone at home with our phones. I just felt so much of this was already kind of naive and past tense, you know?
1: I know what you mean. and Because it, it absolutely did feel that way. But again, it's like... Which is kind is... of
0: shocking when you think of it, too. And also just the levels at which AI have rid, risen to now, right? Where we're at with AI. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, this whole nonsense about, oh, it's in the cloud and all the other stuff you already brought up. It just felt like it's it kind of part that's part of it i was watching this and going wow like that's this is 2019 seems like yesterday but already we've come so far that this seems a little bit like old yeah you know
1: so here's something that bothered me which is they set up the the main sort of tension is that the uh jexie starts talking to him and he can't turn jexie off and right. she has control of all his social media and banking accounts yes and so he's sort of like you know uh, under her influence and can't get out like uh, which is weird why did why wouldn't he just like flush the toilet or whatever and then they like, say oh she can jump from device to device but like that's that's not really that scary it's weird but like that's a major point and then at the end of the movie when he needs to have Jexy disappear he just updates the phone and turns her off yeah so like that no because it shouldn't have been that because <laughs> there's one thing we you know about him and Jexy, and that he can't turn her off but it, for the end of the movie when he needs to he just does
0: yeah, it felt like they couldn't think of a way to just end this. So they, because otherwise it just escalates into like, uh, Jexy takes over the planet. Right? Yeah,
1: because Je- again, Jexy is Skynet essentially. Like, yeah. She has all the power in the world. Yep. Uh, and- <laughs> so stupid. She's magic. I'm telling you, she's magic. Yep. Uh, um, nah, so what about
0: you, Dave? You got more to say? Well, in terms of Jexy and AI, is Jexy Supposed to be playing at these emotions of like jealousy and anger and lust, or is Jexy actually experiencing these things?
1: There, it seems to be that if you believe it's an AI as opposed to a magic spirit, which I think it is, Mm -hmm. uh, that yeah, she can feel the his hands and all that like so she's an ai that has gained you know sentience but
0: gained emotions as well yeah oh obviously yeah Yeah. okay
1: yeah like that's what they're trying to say she's such an advanced ai which again is a miracle and this kid should be telling someone like (laughs) did you know like why isn't it on the news like jexie uh, you know she's nothing at all like the AI assistants like siri at that time or whatever yeah like she's saying she's saying like oh i can feel your hands on me like he should have been like oh my god <laughs> like i need to tell someone this is an amazing you know yeah. but no no just rolls mm-hmm. right off his back just like just like learning that that guy was paralyzed by Jexy, and then Jexy threatens to kill him and he's like okay he just goes with it
0: yep yeah Jexy. I'm, Jexy's a psychopath i'm pretty sure
1: uh yeah and the scene where he's plugging in the phone they're having weird th-
0: <laughs> no yeah this was written by like a 15 year old 100 kid in his basement next to his xbox
1: you've 100 and just all those g- poor adam divine having to, to get in these weird positions to take genital pictures what a bummer <laughs> that scene was <laughs> uh, <'kay>, anyways <laughs> why are they racing a bike downhill that just came out of nowhere <laughs> what was that all about? that was part of her manic pixie thing like let's do fun yeah. things you yeah. he, he flew over a car <laughs> and to his death presumably <laughs> and then like the next scene he's like oh his the tire is
0: a little yeah like, you you like, would think yeah like, a ah, guy who's really done no physical activity no, for most of his life exactly is, he's shattered his, his spine his wrists would be broken oh yeah the at the least.
1: very least his wrists would be broken i think he's i think he's paralyzed now <laughs> uh why is kid cutty in this movie This just uh, why though
0: <laughs> i don't know was there kid Cudi music throughout the movie i don't even know a single kid kid Cuddy song i didn't even know who kid Cudi was i'm oh. gonna be honest with you
1: <laughs> oh here's the one actor i felt the worst for i felt adam divine like i felt bad for him because he had to do so much stupid stuff but at some point when they're in the office and they're like, here's all the dick pics on everybody's phone. And there's an older <laughs> oh lady. Oh, my God. And she takes the phone out and holds eye contact with them and just licks her screen. Ugh. That's
0: somebody's grandma.
1: That is... Right? Like, yeah.
0: that's somebody's mother. That person was like, I have to go into work today and lick a vis- like a screen penis. And that's how I'm going to make my living.
1: I honestly felt bad. I mean that's the kind of role where you really have to wonder if you want to be in
0: movies <laughs> I think yeah at some point you're just going to go home after that day and go have I made the right life choices yeah like maybe it's time to reassess I think I'm going to be an accountant I don't yeah. want to do this anymore yeah how low am I willing to go yeah
1: and that's again it's not her fault she's an actor she's a, she wants a job she's getting paid to do a job like and the director and the writers just made her do that and I just felt bad for how her. did you feel about the boss oh my god I hated that guy the boss with the play me out stuff. Everything yep. that he did <laughs> that was bad <laughs> and not funny.
0: Yeah, I think they were really hoping he was going to be some kind of comic relief, but he was kind of the opposite for me.
1: Yeah, he came across as just aggro and weird. Yes, didn't like him. You hated him too.
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't understand. Yeah, I didn't understand what he was trying to do. And then they had that whole like credit scene where or he's eating not, now the dancing. phones with him, and I'm like, oh, this isn't even funny. Like this was seems like a A hail mary like hoping to pull something out of this but
1: yep no that guy um i I forget the name of the actor like i think he's actually funny or whatever but there's just something about the as written the character as written was just weird yeah and unpleasant he's supposed to be a virgin again he's supposed to be a virgin it's more incel stuff dave oh my
0: god yeah this is totally this incel fantasy
1: yeah it's an incel fantasy i didn't like it because we don't like incels i think we've decided that they're a danger to society um so maybe that's why i got so upset so why am i so upset dave i'm not really sure i don't know i mean i don't like dick jokes necessarily but that can't be why i'm so upset and i think it's because like i said the premise the premise didn't make any sense whether or not the phone was magic and why he was treating it the way he was uh didn't add up from the start and so everything that happened was nonsense to me
0: and the question is after all this is phil now a changed man is Phil going to go back to his phone obsession? And, like, has he fundamentally changed? I don't know if he has. Because well, what did change? He got a girlfriend. He got a girlfriend. And a job. And he learned how to play kickball, and he got his dream job.
1: But nothing, there's no real arc there at all, like you said.
0: Those, yeah, and those things were kind of happenstance. And like I said, he wasn't, <laughs> he didn't actually earn them. He just, you know. They just were thrust
1: on him by a magic phone. Yeah. No, you're right. What has changed? Nothing, really. The, the the female lead obviously didn't change. He didn't change. Jexy didn't change because she goes back to messing around with the other incel.
0: Right. Nothing has changed. So maybe the pixie now just has a long, arduous life ahead of her, dragging this guy out into public situations and trying to make them have fun
1: but that's i guess her job as written by incel uh, fantasy uh, okay. writing people yeah fair enough okay that's i mean i got, I got some strong opinions on this dave stronger you than i do.
0: thought wow yes you do um what about something you um didn't think needed to be in here this didn't need to be in there why oh why did they include this scene
1: I think that the the genital pick scene, um, because she sends a picture of boobs, yeah. and then he's like, I have to send a penis pick in return, which is again, he's learned nothing. He's still just like a toxic weirdo, and then they just go double down on it. It's just like a ton of that. And like, yes, okay, they needed it for that plot point where he accidentally sends dick pics to the whole, and then gets fired. But it's just, I feel like you could come up with something more clever. Yeah. It was just, it was really creepy. Sending unsolicited dick pics is like the, you know, the height of internet toxicity. And like, why are we doing a whole scene on it? Yeah. Didn't like it.
0: That's exactly what I had too. Okay. Um, for pretty much all the same reasons, but also because it seemed so out of character, right? This mm. guy, they, they they present this guy as a shy guy who can hardly talk to a woman. He doesn't seem to really have any too much sexual experience. And and now all of a sudden he's like full on like sh- spreading his genitals out like he's just like you know he he really wants he says this is how it's done right or this is how you got it like like he's done this a million times yeah or whatever or like he's it just seemed so weird like it just seemed like that's you're gonna be your play your play isn't gonna be just to be shy and awkward which is what you were ten minutes ago yeah now that's you're gonna be like angry, coming on off the top like just pummeling her with like (laughs) pictures Uh, of your genitals
1: that's it it it, it didn't again it was an unearned uncharacteristic well then it
0: confused me about i thought i kind of had a handle on who this character was and then all of a sudden it was like oh no i don't know who the fuck this guy is anymore right he's completely changed so yeah I, i agree um yeah what about a scene you wished you were in
1: i wish i was in that scene it's really freaking cool Yeah, really freaking cool. I wish I was in that scene, don't you? Uh, I just wanted to play adult kickball oh i was just looking at that because like i know people we stupid. should
0: start a kickball league
1: that was my thought dave i'm like this is what i need in my life just stupid sports for the for just for the sake of doing something stupid and i thought yeah. i'm like what we should do is start like a a a, a stupid sports league where yeah. every week we just play a dumb sport that isn't supposed to be actually be a good sport you know yeah and that's what we should do dave
0: well, I've, I've seen another movie. I can't remember what it was. Because as soon as I saw this kickball, I remember another movie. It was a bunch of millennials. And they always seem to be playing kickball at night yeah, in some beers. park. And they're having beers. And it's was like, that looks like a lot of fun. Like yeah. That looks like adult fun.
1: Exactly. And I know it was trendy a while back or whatever. But like yeah. it never reached us here in Nova Scotia. We're in the backwoods. No, so we don't even
0: call it kickball here. We, we call, call it soccer it baseball.
1: Soccer baseball, exactly. Yeah. So we should start a soccer baseball slash kickball for adults thing so we could jump on that bandwagon from 10 years ago
0: yeah sure why not
1: (laughs) and have some fun so that was my scene what about you
0: um well i i obviously wanted to be hanging out in the uh, the store with wanda sykes like imagine if she was your co-employee right (laughs) this this person just like hated the company that you work for and just like riffed all day about you know, your boss and people that came in. Um, but also, yeah, the, I know you didn't like it, but I would have liked to have been in the bike scene minus these two knobs that were in there. Like I did the,
1: like the, the the glow in the dark. Again, it's like a stupid game. Yeah. Add that to one of our games that we can play. It's bike. Yeah, and that's, I've
0: seen that before in other hipster-style movies where, like, hipsters bike around in the nighttime with glow sticks and... And, you know, it looks like a lot of fun. It It does look fun. fun. Just like cruising around. Let's do that out at the mountain, you know, go mountain biking with glow sticks. Well, we need a nice flatty spot so we're not like exhausted climbing up and down mountains. I mean, like just like cruising around town, like up and down Main Street at night.
1: (laughs) Middle aged guys with a beer and a bunch of glow sticks going up and down Main Street. Dressed up like
0: clowns or something. I don't know. You're going to
1: get arrested in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's. you didn't probably collect any trivia my, you no my
1: trivia was on adam divine there and his uh his weird uh, accident and and, and yeah. charitable cause stuff
0: yeah i was counting on ashley to come up with some trivia for this yeah,
1: because... oh yes by the way there's no ashley <laughs> for those listeners <laughs> just wondering been
0: really really quiet about this <laughs> yes so that's it then that's so that's it then i think so okay. i think so
1: well then yeah so then, I lost my phone. There it is. So yeah. the announcement is that there is no Ashley because Ashley's super busy in her new job and whatever stuff she's doing. She's she's actually not even gonna be able to make many more of these podcasts. Nope. Uh, which got Dave and I thinking like, well, maybe it's time for us uh, to move on to new new podcasting ventures. So, we're currently, Dave and I, thinking up what our next uh, plan is going to be for a different, slightly different podcast to this mm-hmm. with, the, with the two of us and then other friends. We'll see what's going on. Uh, so, we will therefore be winding this podcast up uh, and then embarking on a new podcast uh, mission. Mission. That's the plan. That
0: sounds so sophisticated.
1: Well, we're sophisticated people. But yeah. but I think the plan is next week, we're still going to do whatever the number one thing is yep one last,
0: uh and one last hurrah
1: at least one last hurrah and we'll see what sort of special uh what sort of i don't know has it has to be a big deal dave if we're truly wrapping
0: things up yeah like explosions or something uh <laughs> can we no. can we blow up some of the equipment here in the uh, in the studio <laughs> it's like the who at the end of a concert we'll just break everything
1: yeah i mean we can <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not opposed to that um yeah, so I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we'll have special guests, or maybe we, we won't... Could we do this out with your chickens, maybe? <laughs> How are people even going to know that there's chickens there unless one of them craps on you, and you're like, oh, no, and you have to stop? I, yeah, could be. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do. We haven't figured it out yet, but we've got a whole week to figure this out. So this it may very well be the last... Why are people watching this episode next week? Wow. For um, And then we'll talk more about that Um you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give you some numbers. We'll, we'll do some nostalgic uh, reminiscing. We'll figure it all out, Dave. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, we have to figure out what our number one movie is. Now, it's very confusing. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> the number one Netflix movie is in all the world. Can you even guess? I'll just let you make one guess. Is it
0: Jexy? No, it's The Grinch the Grinch, like the Grinch with, uh, with um, uh, Car- no, the animated Grinch, the animated Grinch. What? Yeah, the
1: Grinch. From 2018 a christmas movie not the jim carrey grinch no so my question is what the hell is going on what It is-, is the middle <laughs> of september and the number one show on netflix is the grinch i think this is why we have to wrap this podcast up nothing makes sense anymore netflix <laughs> and or netflix viewers why is the grinch the number one show
0: that seems like an odd thing to release at this point in time, not like a Halloween themed movie or. Fully confusing. But there's also the number one
1: show in Canada, because I don't. I, I don't see any reason why we have to watch The Grints. I don't want to watch a Christmas movie, and I don't know why anyone is watching it. And I think this is a sign that Netflix has come to an end right and that this podcast also has to end because if the grinch an animated christmas movie is the number one show on the planet earth that means either no one is watching or only ai's are watching or people's cats are watching accidentally tripping over the remote that's right something has gone fundamentally wrong but luckily the number one show or the one number one movie in canada which is almost as baffling is rumor has it a Jenner, Jennifer Aniston rom-com from 2005.
0: What in the name so, of God is yeah. happening? Do you
1: see why we have to stop, Dave? Dave because 2005?
0: That's if... <laughs> almost 20 years ago.
1: Right. What's going on, Internet? <laughs> What's going on, Netflix? So this is it, Dave. This, this combination of number one movies <laughs> is the reason we have to stop this podcast. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. It's going to keep making us watch
0: garbage. And we're not we're not really bringing anything new to the masses when we're reviewing a movie from 20 years ago. Yeah,
1: and Jexy was already an, a nightmare, and it made me upset. <laughs> and and now we have to watch Rumor Has It or The Grinch, which I, I just won't do it. <laughs> you
0: just won't watch The Grinch? No. Too early.
1: We're going to watch Rumor Has It with Jennifer Aniston. Why, though? That is so odd. Well, th- that's going to be our final episode. It is. Dave, it is. That's going to be our final episode is Rumor Has It with Jennifer Aniston.
0: Yeah. Get all your hot takes here. (laughs)
1: The the world has been clamoring for us to talk about this 20-year-old Jennifer Aniston vehicle. Yes. And that's how we're going to go out. Yeah. Well, we're going to make it an event, Dave. I don't know what we're going to do. Some sort of party.
0: Well, something 2005 themed. Sure.
1: (laughs) I feel like we're going out with a whimper, not a bang. Hmm. So let's whimper our way through Rumor Has It next week. Please join us, everyone. Please just go ahead and watch this.
0: Yeah. I urge you all to watch Rumor Has It with us. I have to admit, I'm curious. What was the world like in 2005? Yeah, what was the world like? There was no Jexy? Nope. There was no Facebook. Was there iPhones? There There was cell phones. I don't know if there were smartphones.
1: Oh, this is exciting. We're going back in time to a time when Jennifer Aniston was starring in movies. I don't yeah. know what time.
0: <laughs> the Motorola flip phone had just uh, entered the...
1: Oh, this yeah. is exciting. Yeah, Steve, what were great. you doing in 2005? God
0: damn it. I don't know. All the time since I had children is just a big black hole, but there was some time in around there. Oh, I don't even know. 2005. Mm. Like That's just shortly after 9-11.
1: Ooh, whoa. I think I was living in Ireland. Who knows what I was doing? Uh, testing video games for a living? Yeah. Who knows? Okay, yeah. everybody. Okay. This is what it's come to. This is what it's come rumor to. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Uh, we'll see you next week for one more episode of Why Are People Watching This, where we talk about rumor has, <laughs> has it. it. Okay, bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating and maybe a review on the Apple Podcast Store. This is the number one thing you can do to help out the show, strangely enough, and it's simple and it's easy and you can do it right now. If you got a bit of extra cash to kick around and want to support the show financially, check us out on WhyArePeopleWatchingThis.com, there's a link there to support the show. The music you hear during the show is written and produced by me and my very talented wife. Why Are People Watching This is a production of Outside the Lines Press with support from the Black Box Collective and Anaganish Improv.